So my curiosity asks, how many of us went to sleep this week dreaming that we'd wake up with a billion dollars? (laughs) And not once, but twice. (laughs) It would be nice if we could dream and they would all come true, wouldn't it? Not our nightmares, not our worries, not those things that, are, that anxiously wake us up in the middle of the night, but those, those pleasant things that we just hold on to and try to remember to recreate them as we tell them or to, to just hold on to to keep us happy throughout the day. And the reality is we don't always remember our dreams, and the reality is that reality doesn't happen in a dream world. But Solomon tonight has a dream. The wise, the great Solomon. And he's dreaming and Jesus, or Jesus, God comes to him and says, what would you like? Name it. It's a great deal. Here's a blank check. It's all yours. You name it, you've got it. Doesn't that bring up shades of some other pieces of scripture? When Herod says to the girl who's dancing for him, you ask for anything and I'll give it to you even up to half of my kingdom. Jesus says, whatever you ask in my name, I will give you. Jesus says to so many people throughout the scriptures, what is it that you want from me? What do you want me to do? You tell me. And they, and they say what they want and he says, okay, it's yours. I want to be healed. You're healed. I want to see. You see. I want, I want to hear. I hear. I want to be saved. I'm saved. Solomon faces this question as we do at times. And so he's got a choice. When, he, when God asks him, what is it that I can do for you? What is it that you want from me? Solomon had two choices. He could think about himself or he could think about the people in his kingdom. Now we know he thought about the people of his kingdom. We heard the story. But each one of us, there's a question that we all face. It's a question that at times in our life that we have to answer every day when we are in prayer. Is it going to be about me or is it going to be about others? When we have to make a decision, is it going to affect me or is it going to affect everyone in my house, or my parish, my workplace? It affects us every time we're asked to establish priorities. Is it me over everyone else? And when we live our lives, uh, you know, are we choosing to be insulated and, and isolated from everyone else? Or are we people who like to be connected and interdependent with others? It's big choices. We've all had moments where we wish we could have it all. The billion dollars. We want the numbers. Talked about this before. Those of us who are at least 50 will remember the Sears catalog when we wanted everything, especially the toy catalog, or the Mega Millions, or the Lotto. You know, if we could have anything, what would it be? But it's not that simple. Life isn't a dream, life isn't a game. Life is about living and, and dying. Life's about making choices that will lead us to God's kingdom. Life is about finding that, that, that treasure of God in, in our own field, that treasure of God in our, in, in our own net. And God says to Solomon, what do you want? 
Solomon has to do what we do. He has to think. Because whatever he answer is going to have a profound consequence on his life and those around him. Solomon has to decide between asking for himself or the people whom he loves and rules. Solomon asked God to give him an understanding mind to help him to govern and care for his people, God's people. He wanted to have the ability to discern what is, be, what is good and evil. And we'll see that later as Solomon has called upon to decide, whose child is this? Well, give me a sword, let me cut it in half. You take half, I'll take half. His wisdom. God asks, Solomon asks for, to God for uh, things for, for everyone. The ability to discern between good and evil. What, what his concern for his kingdom what was good for everybody over himself. So the same question is asked to us over and over by God. Every day that we speak with God, the first thing God wants from us is, what do you want from me? He knows we didn't just come by happen chance to have a cup of tea. We go to God because we want something, and he wants to give it to us. He's ready. He's prepared. So he asks us that question, do you want to choose the me or the we? You want it to be all about you, or do you want it to be about all about everyone else? So do you want to live a life of power for yourself? Do you want to be the dominant one in everything we do? Do you want to be the one who controls everything? Or would you choose to be a we and live the life of vulnerability and intimacy and self-giving? A me life is characterized by, by rhetoric and frenzied reactions and isolation but a we life is characterized by our silence and our stillness and our self-giving, especially in prayer and worship. A me life characterized by doubt, cynicism, fear. But a we life is filled with faith and hope and love. A me life clings tightly to the past and all the hurts and all of its pains. But a wee life embodies trust in God and that God heals us and God is leading us and God is taking us where he wants us to be and where we need to go. A me life is a life of always bringing division among the peoples in which, with whom we associate. And a wee life draws everyone into our circle so that they too can find the giving God, the loving God. Solomon chose the we, the attitude of inclusiveness and bringing others into this journey. This week, our question to ourselves is, will we join the wise and wonderful Solomon in asking for the same things? Do we want listening hearts? Do we want hearts with ears and a heart that hears the pain and the cry of others in their need? Do we hear the voice of God? Is it we or is it me?